Hey, this is Shamina. This is the Two Quick Things podcast. Welcome back for another week. I'm going to share some lessons around awareness that I had recently. I just finished a half marathon race in the city, and I always find those experiences to be really helpful and give me some perspective on things that I just don't necessarily have time or make time to think about during the given week. So one of the biggest things that I thought about, um, and of course, I'm I'm both listening to podcasts and um listening to music as I run, but it also gives me a chance to really think about what I'm listening to, either the words from a song or specific words from a podcast. So uh, one of the things that I learned uh, or thought about was my awareness of the things that are around me. So as you're running, imagine it's 13.1 miles. Even though I'm out there with thousands of people, I certainly feel like I am in my own space and it's just me that's running because I can really focus in on like my breathing, what's the technique I'm going to use for this race if I've been uh, practicing or or running with a certain cadence or a certain, you know, I run for this many minutes, I walk for this many minutes. And I realize there has to be an awareness that I have of myself and my body and my surroundings. Because I can't be so consumed with everyone around me that I lose sight of what my goal is. And the goal is always to finish. Sometimes I have a certain number of hours and minutes that I want to achieve, but almost always it's just to finish. And I sometimes realize that I get caught up in the, the adrenaline from being around all those people and all the energy that I have in previous races lost my ability to focus and be aware of myself and I start out too fast. So you can apply this to things that are related to your business, your career, your family, relationships or friendships. So for example, if you're in a friendship friendships and you always feel like you're the person who seemingly quote unquote overshares too soon because you get excited about the potential of the relationship, uh, the potential of really having somebody to have deep and meaningful conversations with. With your career, you want to impress so bad at the beginning, you don't pace yourself to be able to learn and absorb the information that you should and kind of grow and learn through that rather than trying to be the end-all be-all and get everything done fast and right the first time. So I have to remember if I the analogy of as I'm in a race If I start out too fast, I will burn out quickly and the rest of the race will be very difficult to run. So for me, one of the lessons was, remember, you have a plan, you've practiced this plan, you've rehearsed it over and over again, and now is the time to execute and not lose sight of what the goal is. The goal is to finish and not to be terribly exhausted, not to be swept at the end of the course. And so remembering that I have that goal in mind and pacing myself because the only person that's really going to care about what I do at the end of the race is me. Um, there may be family members that care about, you know, that I finish and are excited for me just because I got out and ran 13.1 miles, which is awesome. I don't want to downplay that, but I have a goal in mind. And one of the things that I, if you know me and you, you've listened to the podcast, my lead teal is somebody that I stand for. So my taught you, so my taught me. Um, she mentions uh, stuff about setting a goal and reaching the goal and not always trying to exceed it or, or go above an extra, but meet the goal. So 
I could have certainly tried to pick up the pace as I saw people who, in my mind, I think I should be faster than them. They haven't trained as much as I have, but that takes my focus off of me. Does that make sense? So if I'm focusing on me and running my own race, doing my own routine, doing the things that I've trained to do, I'm going to be better in the end because not every situation is going to call for us to try to go above and beyond because oftentimes we get a watered down product at the end. I certainly could have tried to run faster or something like that, but I would have been watered down and super struggling at the end. And don't get me wrong, I was tired as all get out, but I ran my race in the way that I know how to run and the way that I trained. And if I want to try something different the next time I run a race, great. But I can say confidently, I I created a plan, I worked the plan, and I executed what I planned to execute. So not everything calls for us to go above and beyond because you don't know what above and beyond is going to look like once you get there. You may not have the product. You may not have the uh, ability to maintain the conversation or to give more consistently. So set a goal and reach the goal. So if I, again, taking this rate, this analogy of a race, my, my process is to keep up with myself. I can't keep up with the people around me because I may get so consumed with what they're doing, I fall out of rhythm with what I'm doing. So if you take this in, I don't own a business, but I think that I think about this in my work. As I, as I talk to colleagues and I have a peer group that's established in human resources, if I'm trying to do everything that they're trying to do, we don't have the same resources. We do not have the same skill set. We are not working with the same people. So if I'm doing that, trying to keep up with the Joneses, if you will, It's going to be hard for me to balance staying in my own race because I'm constantly trying to reach for something that may be just generally not attainable. That doesn't mean I'll never be able to do it, but not everything is for me to do. Not everything that translates in this environment is going to translate in the next environment or the next environment. The conditions may be different. The weather might be different. The people are certainly going to be different, but I can't be so consumed with paying attention to what everybody else is doing that I let all the things that I have prepared for pass me by because I'm looking at the next person and what they're doing. So as you think about this, think about what am I doing and and do I have a goal established? What do I want rather than what does Susie Q want or Johnny B, Johnny B, am I paying attention to what Shamina wants or insert your name Are you paying attention to what you want and what you're striving for? Because everything ain't for everybody. And I think we have to try really hard to remember that. Let's see. What's another thing that I learned from there? That really, I, I can solely be responsible for my own success or for my own downfall. I have to jump, lead, move myself before someone does it for me. So this is all about kind of the awareness that I, I need to have for myself as I move about either a race or my professional environment. Do I know what's going on? Do I know the things that I'm, I need to succeed? Am I connected to the people that are going to help me get there? And again, not in a, a usey way, like I'm just using the people, but am I establishing, establishing genuine friendships and relationships with folks who are going to help me get to that next level, whatever that next level is? And sometimes that next level doesn't work out because you're not the person to be in the next level. You haven't fully prepared to be at the next level or you get there and realize you don't want to be at the next level because the next level involves something that you're not invested in and that you don't want to be a part of. Maybe you don't want to play like hardcore politics 
with the people in the work and always feel like it's a game and a competition. Maybe you want to show up and good, do good work, but you're not going to realize that until you uh, surround yourself with people who are going to push and challenge you. And then do you want to rise to that occasion or do you want to rise to another another occasion? So, so uh, again, the awareness is within yourself to think, what do I actually want to do as opposed to, and I think I talked last week about the, you know, people say, you know, at this age, I'm supposed to do this. At this age, I'm supposed to do that. You're supposed to do what you're doing at any age that you do it at. So if you are 50 and you want a career change, be 50 and change the career. These are things within your ability to succeed and and or to downfall. There's no age limit on success. There's no age limit on buying a car or a house, having a family, getting married, getting divorced, being like participating in your own hotation. There's no age limit on any of those things. We put the age limits on ourselves or the restrictions on ourselves of what I should do and shouldn't do based on what somebody told you that doesn't live your life. So those are some of the things that I pulled away from that race is really an awareness of am I prepared? Am I paying attention to what's around me? in a manner that I can avoid pitfalls and fumbles, but not uh, be following directly in the footsteps of somebody else because we're not the same person and we're not telling the same story. So the other thing I wanted to just hop on and say was um, happy Black History Month. But there's also an awareness that I was thinking of Black History Month as I had recently bought a few sweatshirts that, and I can wear sweatshirts to work because I know how to like razzle dazzle it up a little bit with like a cute jean and some sneakers and a scarf, whatever. Um, but an awareness around Black History Month and just generally around being black, and I'll try to do a few of these throughout this month and sprinkle them in throughout the year, is um, an awareness means that I have to assertively advocate for myself in terms of healthcare. So these are going to sound kind of random, but like if you're listening to this and you are black or not a black person of color or a white person, know that these things matter to um, me as a black person, as someone that you're listening to, and they may matter to other, they may or may not matter to other black people, but know that these are some of the things that are on some of our minds. Um, uh, paying attention to surroundings and always looking for my exit. So that's an awareness that I have as a black person 24 seven. I'm always looking at like, how can I get out of this space very quickly if I need to be? And who's around me? What's around me? So it may look like I'm shifty eye looking around, but I'm trying to be like, who's on my six? Who's at 12 o'clock? Who's at three o'clock? Who's at nine o'clock? Just in case I have to, to turn up a little bit. Um, an awareness for Black History Month and any other day of the year is um, being aware that I do I, I I don't know how to not censor myself at work because I know that I don't want to carry the emotional weight of white folks or non-black people of color in the workplace in my office. I censor myself. People are like, "Oh, you're really open," and I'm thinking, "If you only knew, if you only knew what I was actually thinking." then this this conversation would go differently. But I choose to do that. And I choose to do that very intentionally because I like stability. I realize that not everybody's going to be able to handle what I have to say, nor do I want to always get into the conversation of like why I said what I said in the way that I said it to the person that I said it to. So people are like, just be yourself and show up authentically. 
you show me a person that can show up 100% authentically every time without some sort of performance aspect that goes to it. And I will certainly applaud that person. That's about as much as they're going to get from me as an applause. But it is, it's more difficult than people think. They're like, well, if you can't be your authentic self and, and like your full self in a workplace, then why do you work there? Cause girl, I have bills. I said, I like stability. We can't all have what we, what we want all the time. And I realize that. And shout out to those folks who are like, I can have what I want all the time, anytime. And I'm like, well, good for you. Write a pamphlet about it and perhaps I will read it. But I just, that's not a life that I know. I wish that I did, um, but that's not where I am. And maybe I will at some point, but not on today. I'm not in this year of 2020. Um, and I think another, maybe one of the last ones is an awareness. The last one for this episode is an awareness that the responsibility to carry the weight of my ancestors is both heavy necessary and a privilege. So when people say like, I carry the weight of the ancestors on my back who are, or I stand on the backs of my ancestors, that is really deep. And ancestors doesn't have to mean like a hundred, 200, three years ago, that can be Mima that passed away five years ago. That is an ancestor. Those are the people who worked hard so that you could get to where you are today. And that doesn't mean they worked hard in your building or your profession, but they worked to create a space for you to be able to show up in your space, even if it is censored. I can't think that my great-grandmother or my grandmother were like, I hope she never has to censor herself. First of all, they probably weren't thinking about that. They were just trying to get make a way, uh, make a way out of no way if you're a church person. But... I think it's it's such a responsibility and some of us, myself included, sometimes feel the weight of that as we're making decisions or we're in spaces where we might be the only or one of the few or maybe I'm the only one at this particular table and I know that responsibility is mine there. And so while it is burdensome, it is also an honor and a privilege to be able to do that. And there, there's an awareness I have about that every time that I, I, I open my mouth, maybe not every time, but most times when I open my mouth, I'm thinking... Would my ancestors be proud of me for saying the things that I'm about to say right now? So I hope that gives you some information and some some food for thought in terms of awareness and your own growth and development. And uh, that's all I got for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can find me on Instagram under two quick things. Um, Feel free to slide in my DMs. If you're listening to the show, you already know how to find it. But I'm on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play. And I look forward to hearing back from you guys. Please feel free to engage. Write me a review if you want to. If not, I'm still going to be back. If there's anything in particular, I got a few thoughts lined up for the next few episodes. But anything particular you want to hear me talk about or comment on, feel free to slide into my DMs. And I will catch y'all later. Bye.